1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
0: It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, October the 17th. And no, we didn't dream that weekend that actually happened. The Philadelphia Phillies are in the National League Championship Series. As you can hear, I apologize. I have very little voice. I was at the game on Saturday. The clincher. I was at a playoff clincher. I saw a catcher hit an inside-the-park home run in a playoff game. I saw Citizens Bank Park as electric as I've ever seen it in my lifetime. It was... A magical weekend. That's the word I keep using for it because, you know, there there really doesn't feel like anything else kind of encompasses just how special, you know, it all was And, and like just every way. I mean... Like, think about just, and, and we'll go through it all, and obviously, and and tomorrow we'll dive into the Padres, you know, because, um, wow, how about the Padres beating the Dodgers? They got some vibes, too. The Phillies definitely have some real vibes, but the Padres do, too. That'll be a fun series. Um, but, you know, can't be scared of anyone with the way this team is playing. But, I mean, just think about how this all played out with, you know, Friday and Saturday, the the game on Friday, Aaron Nola taking the hill, like we talked about going in. And, you know, on on Friday's episode, just kind of basically just pure hype and excitement for Citizens Bank Park to have a playoff game again. And we talked about the fact that it's Aaron Nola starting that game and how meaningful that is and how you know poetic it is. And then for it to be Reese Hoskins who blows it open with a emphatic just titanic home run followed by a titanic bat spike and then just uh, two batters later for Bryce Harper to, to hit a two-run bomb and you know Citizens Bank Park just completely and totally exploding in what was Um, you know, ultimately the end of the series, (laughs) that was it. Um, that was over. It was over there. The series was over as soon as Reese Hoskins hit that home run, honestly, you know, it really was. And, um, you know, then it was just a party for the next two days. And then, you know, for, for it to be Reese, for it to be Reese to get that moment, especially not just, you know, if it were just the fact that Reese was our guy who, you know, one of the few players on this team who actually made his way, his entire way through the minors with the Phillies and was a homegrown talent who was brought up and, you know, had that unbelievable start to his career with the end of 2017 and the, the Homer barrage that he put out. And then, you know, has been here this whole time through the losing, the, the, you know, a 66 win team in 2017, then the eighties and 81s and 82s and, you know, hearing all about, you know, you know, how many times he's talked about hearing about the, you know, what citizens bank park is like for a, for a playoff game. And, you know, when the Phillies are really good, how the, the electricity and the energy in that place and all that, and he's talked about it and, you know, this whole team has talked about it prior to, to the playoffs and for it to be him uh, just based on the fact that he's the guy who's been through it all with us alone, but then the fact that he has that error in, you know, game two that they lose and, you know, really, you know, kind of the, the decisive play of the game and had been, you know, one for whatever, 28, 30, whatever it was coming into the, the game at Citizens Bank Park on, on Friday, for, for him to end that drought offensively to uh, redeem himself for that error to, you know, have his moment at citizens bank park after all the time he's been here. I mean, that's again, that's the kind of stuff that makes sports great. And it's also the kind of stuff that, you know, has been so present in this Phillies postseason so far, you know, we've talked about it, the, you know, the Nola spots, the Eflin spots, Segura getting that hit after waiting so long to play in the playoffs, all this stuff, it's just been it's been wild. And then, you know, Friday they 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 just crush a nine to one victory. They pour it on. The only reason the Braves got a run, ironically, was because of uh Reese Hoskins defensive miscue, which again, you know, obviously with you know more games to play, it's obviously still a concern. They've certainly made it that it's hard to, to trust when a ball is hit to the uh fielders they that they're gonna they're gonna make the play at least certain of them and uh reese on that one dropped the double play ball i i don't ever remember seeing a first baseman just drop a, a perfect throw like obviously you know dropping a pick attempt or or a grounder or a liner or whatever sure but dropping a throw right to the glove it was really weird you know, everyone in the the crowd was celebrating it <laughs> literally everyone in the crowd was so strange um so, um, yeah, but ultimately this team, when they were home for these two days, ended up being the, the actual, you know, um, the actual team that we thought they were going to be the, you know, yeah, the defense might not be great, but they're going to slug so much it won't matter. That was them I mean, had that, that happened. It was unbelievable. We finally saw that team in the most important of spots and the most important of, you know moments, and and then on on Saturday, or yeah, Saturday when I was there for the game, the clincher. Again, it's almost surreal to say I was there for the Phillies clinching a playoff series game, and you know, it was electric. Again, another thing where there's no other word that describes it as appropriately as as it was just electric in that ballpark, and the crowd was so intense and so loud. And I've since Watch the game uh, on TV after the replay on on the MLB app, and um, you know it's unbelievable on TV to hear that the pops, you know, when when Sir Anthony ends the game, the three strikeouts in the ninth, the you know the Brandon Marsh homer, the pop that gets the JT inside the park home run, that one, unbelievable too, because you know we always talk about you know when we're talking about baseball and, and, you know, the the stuff that makes the game great and the stuff we want to see more. It's always like, oh, triples and, and defense and, and, you know, stuff that's fun to watch and all that. You know, we don't even really even mention inside the park home runs because they're so rare and so few and far between. It feels that they don't even come to mind, but, th- but that's the best one. I mean, that's a triple on steroids, you know, and and for JT to get one in, in a playoff game, the first catcher in the history of baseball to have a, a postseason inside the park home run. Um, it's certainly the first inside the park home run I remember seeing in my lifetime after, you know, hundreds of baseball games in my life. I, I don't ever remember. I might've seen one, but I don't remember it when I was young, maybe. Um, and certainly to see it in a playoff game by a catcher. And it was so fun to watch, because it was one of those moments where, you know, when you saw the ball get past Harris, and it felt like, you know, he hit it hard, and, and Harris kind of just kind of misjudged it, but also it was a, a hard ball to catch. And it banks off, and at the game you could see that Acuna was nowhere near it, and, and Acuna, what a disastrous day he had on Saturday. The three strikeouts was just totally not into the game. It was a beautiful thing to say. Um, but you know he's nowhere near, and and you see the ball rolling, and I see JT like sprinting around second base, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm like the this, this is gonna be inside the park home run, go, go! and We're all just yelling, go! Everyone in the crowd's yelling, go! And you can hear, um, it was neat watching it again on the TV cop because you can hear the crowd swell and swell as he's running around the bases, and then when he finally slides into home, the pop is like. Mm it gives me chills thinking about it. It is just, it is, um, it was an epic moment, an epic playoff moment in Philadelphia. <laughs> it's been a long time since those things happened. And and then they just, you know, put it away. at The Harper Homer late, the, you know, Harper hit to score a run, you know, Segura coming through with hits, you know, everyone just kind of doing their job. Obviously the Brandon Marsh Homer and make it three, nothing. They kind of just set it off. You know, and, and honestly, both from a, a pitching perspective and a hitting perspective, I mean, you know, at home in these last two games, the the starters, obviously, Nola, brilliant again, has yet to allow an earned run in the playoffs, was just fantastic, locked in. It's unbelievable what a big game pitcher Nola is there right now. It's, uh, again, one of the, the most beautiful and unexpected storylines in this whole thing. But um, you know, he was great. Uh Cindergaard starting the next day. I didn't I I thought it was gonna be Falter. Obviously, hey, they didn't trust Falter in the series even pitch, clearly. Uh, we had the wrong read on that, or at least I did, and I think a lot of people did. Cindergaard gave him three great innings, looked awesome, you know, gave up the one mistake to Garcia, and that was it. And, you know, the bullpen throughout in both games and was great. Alvarado, great. You know, the one mistake uh, in uh, on Saturday, but otherwise was great. Pitching in two thirds, had the great, you know, exultant, uh, you know, kind of uh, gestures to the crowd as he came out, which was super awesome. As everyone's cheering him on, the crowd was insane was insane like it was so insane there i still i it was one of the coolest sporting experiences of my life without a doubt by far i mean maybe the coolest in person it's up there you know it really is it was a uh, it was a special day to be there after all the pent-up emotion i'm sure it was like that for anyone who went friday or both days or whatever and the crowd responded and um you know and then for sir anthony to close it out like he did and for them to get those insurance runs late on on friday was huge too because it allowed them to not use up Sir Anthony to not use up some of those guys, allowed them to use them the next day. And uh and Sir Anthony comes in and K's the side to close it out. You know, the pops after each of those K's was you know epic. Each one was epic. And um it was it was again just one of the true, true great experiences of my life as a sports fan. And um, you know, I'm just I, I feel so lucky I get to be there for it. And I think a lot of people Um, and again, you can hear my voice. I was yelling at the top of my lungs, yelling. Uh, Um, it was, um, I, I, you know, I think anyone who's there the last two days, you know, the, the, the two days they were over the weekend, I mean, um, two games, like, I, I think it was, um, a, a truly special sporting communal experience. You know, it's that, that's why we do these things. And if you like to go to concerts like I do or do other things like that, it's all about, you know, a communal experience when, you know, either a sporting team and a, and a, and a, a fan base is vibing and, and things are rolling and or a band and a crowd or whatever, I mean, and, and the crowd itself. And, and you know, it, it, that's, you know, when, that, when that's going great, when those type of communal fan team experiences are going great, and the team's rolling, and they're feeding off the fans, and the fan is contributing, and and everyone is just waving their rally towels and cheering at the top of their lungs and doing mock uh, Tomahawk chop chants to just mock the Braves, and and you know popping like psychopaths every time an out is made, Um it is. um yeah, you know, I think that's 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 why we love sports. That's why we do this stuff. That's why we go to concerts. If that's the case, that's why we. That's you know, it's it's the best thing you can you can do is have that kind of true communal, amazing experience. It's one of the best joys of life. It really is not to be too you know wax too philosophical, but it's true. And and that's what what it was on Saturday there, and to see them celebrate on the field, and again to see the way they fed off the crowd, and you saw it in the quotes after. I mean. You know, Zach Efflin tweeted, Philly, you're electric, and you know, all the quotes from the players. I mean, the one from from and there were many, you know, shout out to all of them, Alvarado, all this stuff, were just like Philly's different, I've never seen anything like this. But the one that that stood out to me the most was the Kyle Schwarber one where Schwarber, who's been, you know, it was his tenth clincher um that he's been in, um, he's played in a lot of playoff games and and been in a, a lot of you know, big games and big, big stadiums and big spots. And he said, no offense to where but he's, he won a world series with the Cubs their first 108 years. Um, he won in Boston, you know, he, or he was in the Boston, the playoffs, like all this stuff. Um, you know, uh, he said that no offense to Boston or, or these other cities, Chicago, but, but he said, I have never seen anything like Philly was these two games. He said, I've never seen anything like it. And, and I'm with him, like I really do. Again, especially watching it back on TV and and hearing how loud. It's like I don't remember baseball stadiums sounding that loud. Like the pops are crazy. I'm serious. Like if you get a chance to go back and rewatch a and point, just just pay attention or watch even the highlight packages and just listen to how loud the crowd is on the Hoskins homer or on the Marsh homer or on the Sir Anthony strikeout to end it that in game two to, to clinch it, or, you know, the, the JT inside the Parker, the swell and the pop. Like it is, you know, again, it, it's something that, that I don't know if I'll ever not get chills watching again or listening to, especially having been there for, for Saturday. It's just, it was, it was awesome. And it was Philly at its finest and this city and the fan base that we are that, 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 you know, we know and we always say and anyone who's from here, lives here, knows we're the best and we just are. But, you know, obviously we have this, you know, kind of reputation nationally and a lot of blockhead, idiot, whatever type of things that, that people refer to and, and whatever, but um, you know, we you know, we just showed everybody on a national stage, the national baseball audience. Like you've never seen anything like this. Like that was the loudest thing. And especially look, I think a big part of it was obviously 11 years of pent up emotion. You know, And you saw it in the ballpark. It was really neat on Saturday to be there and see how many kids were there. Um, how many, you know, uh, it was clear, like, uh, you know, people who uh, had kids and were went back in the O seven eleven run and had kids and the kids were too young to go then, but they could bring them now. Kids in their 20s who were going, like, it was the fun thing to do, like we did back then, like, you know, all kinds of, of um, you know, it was like the cool thing to do again for a weekend. And it hasn't hasn't been that in a really long time. And it used to be, you know, it used to be. And then I think just all that emotion, all that energy combined with the team delivering They they outscored the Braves seventeen to four in the two playoff games at Citizens Bank Park. Think about that. Seventeen to four. They beat their you know what? They whooped them. They whooped the Braves. And that's another thing that adds to it. I was talking about all the things that make it feel so much more special and so meaningful, the the Reese Homer and the Nola stuff and this and that, but then then the fact they beat the Braves. They beat the Braves. The Phillies are two and in the playoffs against the Braves. Suck it, Atlanta. Suck it. I know you won the World Series last year, all well and good, but you know, you gotta beat the champ to beat the champ, to be the champ, and you know, we just beat the champ. And we beat him convincingly. Seventeen to four in two games at home. Um you know, it just, again, 17 to 4 at Citizens Bank Park. We waited 11 years, 11 years to have playoff games at Citizens Bank Park. 11 years. And we got two bangers. We got a 9 1 romp with. You know, Hoskins hitting a, a magical home, in, uh, home run, a moment that that no one will ever forget that it was there, and then Harper homering and just pouring it on in a party, and then the next day an 8-3 to three victory with another Harper homer and a JT inside the Parker, and them closing it out and clinching a series like... And these crowd moments, again, I, no joke, I, I 20 times, 15, 20 times, I, I caught myself just looking around the crowd during the game, like just drifting off and looking at all the red rally towels or all the people And because it's been so long since the park was like that. And it was like – it was amazing. It was amazing, and for the for the team to just whoop like that, and to show up for that crowd, and then and then how about the team going out and partying after an Xfinity live? They were like rapping on the them, Marsh rapping DMX on the microphone. They're taking pictures with people. Uh, Bryce Harper was popping bottles of champagne and spraying. Rob Thompson was there, like. It, when does that happen? When do you remember that happening? How often, Like, that doesn't happen. Like, this is this is a wild run we're in right now. And and look, the Padres are good. They're talented. They got a really good pitching staff. You know, they got a great lineup. We all remember Juan Soto's there. They just beat the Braves and, and did it pretty handily and did it with some late-inning heroics and all kinds of stuff. And they have a, a vibe, too. You could feel it. Watching those games in San Diego, that place was hyped. Not as hyped as Philly. But it was hyped, and they've never won a World Series, and, and it's going to be a great series. But, man, this team, this Phillies team has some vibes right now. And I'm not saying they'll beat the Padres, but I certainly think they could beat anybody. Anybody. I mean, they're awesome right now. They're locked in, and I think that road trip helped bond them. You know, you could tell how much they like each other and how much fun they're having with this. And that's something—it's so funny to think about. You know, over the last, you know, really four years specifically, or five seasons. You know, the 2018 through now until this season, I guess four seasons till now. You know, one of the things that just felt so consistent. And I think, you know, obviously in hindsight now, knowing the Girardi stuff that we hear and all that, that that he was part of that, and, and I think just in general, but it just felt like, you know, it never felt like they were having fun. It never felt like a team of guys who liked each other and went out and had fun. And, you know, that... Usually seems to be a hallmark of of good teams. And and look, I think winning obviously breeds some of that, but I think that that can breed winning too, and culture matters and all that stuff. We saw the Eagles win a Super Bowl because of it. I've talked about it a ton of times. I believe that was such a big factor. And man, I I think, and I think I said this before on the, on, on Philly today, but you know, I think I just, the, the thing I, The biggest thing I underrated going into the playoffs was how tight this group is. I don't think we realized how tight they are, and I think the the road trip and getting in the playoffs after that, you know, pressure and and everyone thinking they're collapsing, and then to get in and go on the road and beat the Cardinals and win that first game in Atlanta and then come home and see that crowd, you know, I uh, I think this team's got something. I mean, they partied with the fans, and that's just some crazy stuff. And, again, think about how unbelievable it must have been for them. These guys who, you know, and some of them like Nola and Eflin and Hoskins have been here forever. sukura has been here for a while. Harper's been here since 2019 now. JT too, you know. Like these guys have been here. They've lost here. They've seen Citizens Bank Park half empty, filled partially with Mets fans, this, that, whatever it is. Like they, they, they have never seen anything remotely in the same hemisphere. As what they saw this weekend, you can tell by all their quotes that that they, you know, they they acknowledge that too. But you know, think about how amazing that must have been for them to to play here for that long and and see it like that, and then to see this like unbelievable experience, this unbelievable place to see them being rooted on the way they were. I mean, you know, as special as it was for us, and let me tell you, I know that for me, and I'm. I feel pretty confident in saying many others because I've talked to a lot of fans and, you know, I was at the game and tons of people saw tons of people. Anyone I saw, if you're listening, I, I saw so many people It was so amazing to meet. So many people love the Phillies. The best thing about this is people loving the Phillies again. Like, like, you know, anyone who listens to this show does. Cause if you listen to this, as we've talked about, you're, you're a Phillies fan, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, uh, it's just great to see everyone love the Phillies again. And I saw so many great people. And I think, you know, I really do think that, um, you know, this is really meaningful to a lot of people. And I think it's really meaningful to the players, too. You know, I really do. Um, obviously, it's meaningful to players to succeed and all that. But I think specifically this group and specifically doing it this way and, and getting to see Philly like that. And, you know, again, I, you, I really could tell Like, if you haven't seen their quotes, go read the quotes from the players after the you know, second game at the clincher and, you know, their quotes about the fans and the tweets towards the fans and all that. Like, I think they were blown away. I think they had no idea how unreal the Philly crowd is. And and look, the Phillies had had nothing to be upset about. You know, they gave us a party. It was a two-day party at Citizens Bank Park this weekend. A two-day party that the end result is we're going to the National League Championship Series. We are four wins away. From the World Series. Four wins away from the World Series. The Phillies are one of the final four teams left in Major League Baseball in the 2022 season. The Astros, the Padres, the Phillies, and either the Yankees or the Guardians will find out tomorrow. The Phillies will be one of the final four teams with a chance to win the World Series. The Phillies have a real chance to win the World Series. Again, I, like I said before, I, I honestly, I think I might have rather faced the Dodgers the way, you know, just watching them and watch the Padres. And look, you know, it was a small sample size that series, but Padres definitely have a vibe, man. And the, the Dodgers pitching is not great comparatively, and it's not horrible, but it's not as good as the Padres pitching. So hater seems to have figured out. Now, granted, we have bowman Veerling, so, you know, we're good. Um, but again, I, I, no one scares me because they, they've just played so good, but uh, the Phillies just look so they have that vibe, they have that special feel. But, um, you know, obviously, it shouldn't be a crazy thing to say that that is one of the four teams left. The Phillies can win the World Series, like, really, not like, oh, anyone can win the World Series. The Phillies can win the World Series, they have a real chance to win the world. There's a real chance we're having a parade here in like three weeks or whatever. Um, it's just crazy. And again, you know, obviously it's going to be a tough series and if they get through it, they can face the Astros or freaking awesome. And the Yankees, or, you know, who knows this Guardians team is, is, you know, they've been impressive too. So um, who knows what will happen, but it is crazy to think that they they're one of the last four teams. They can win the world series. This is just, it is amazing. It is awesome. And it's so fun to see the Phillies back in this position and, and, you know, doing it in such a fun, unexpected way, kind of, it really adds to it, and uh, and and to really like this group and see how much fun they're having makes it more fun for us too, and um, it's really special, and uh, and we get to keep talking because we're going to talk about the NLCS tomorrow, and look ahead to the Padres series, another one. Blake Snell versus Harper, by the way, you know the broken hand series, the whole thing. Harper locked in. We even talk about how locked in Harper is going to this. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Uh, Today is a data revel because the Phillies are in the NLCS for the first time in a long time um, since 09 and it's going to be super, super special and a super fun week and I can't wait to talk about it with you guys all week long. So uh, we will dive into the NLCS tomorrow previewed until then. um, Man, go Phillies. What a weekend. Congrats to everyone listening because you deserve it. We deserve it. We've been through a lot and um, this has been worth the wait. So Uh, thank you to everyone for listening. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought
1: hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better